podcast, everybody. I'm Matthew. And I'm Jonas. This week we're talking about the much-hyped release of the new J. Cole album, The Off Season. His last record, K.O.D., Kids on Drugs, came out in 2017, I think. And, was it um, 17 or 18? I think it was 17. Not completely sure. He's released a couple singles. He's had a lot of features. He had the Dreamville record yeah. in the meantime. Um, Middle Child was like a big track for him. I didn't care uh, for that track. That track's so um, middling. And then he kind of had a shaky 2020 um, with that whole no-name drama thing Snow going on. on the bluff. I was very much in Camp No Name for that one. If I'm being completely honest, but um, J. Cole really needs no introduction, but I'll give him one anyway. He's from uh, North Carolina. Um, his raps aren't really about like, oh, I, I used to like sling drugs or oh, I used to be like a gangster or something. He's just kind of like a guy who <laughs> decided to start rapping, and like I can respect that. He came from like he came from a, a, a difficult home situation, and yeah. he was in a lower economic class and like you know it's not like he was like oh i'm a middle class no, guy not, and i'm gonna start not like a white rapper he's he's like yeah he's I mean, still he's, like he's on the come up like his big thing life. has always been all he had was a dollar and a dream and you know like that's true he he came from nothing and he is now one of the biggest rappers he's of all time so wildly successful he, he would like I'm sure we'll get into this conversation after we talk about the album, too. But he's got to be, in terms of public acclaim, like, second place, right? It yeah. goes Kendrick Lamar and then J. Cole. Like, he's it just has he's to. always in GOAT conversation, and um, I guess I we, we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we will make a point to circle back to that conversation. Um, okay, so I guess just getting into the thoughts on the offseason. Uh, do you want to go first on that? Yeah, um... So I want to have more to say about this album than I do because, okay, so let me give a little bit of context. Um, when I got to high school, uh, I didn't listen to basically any rap at all, but it wasn't that I was opposed to rap. It's just that it was never anything I grew up with. And I realized like, oh, wow, everybody listens to rap. So I kind of want to be able to get into it. Um, so I talked to my, my friends at my Spanish table in freshman year. And two people gave me a lot of recommendations. Uh, that was that was my boy Edwin and my boy Shiraz. <laughs> Edwin told me to listen to uh, Uzi, and Shiraz told me to listen to J. Cole. So I listened to both of those artists, and I decided I really, really liked J. Cole. I was huge on 2014 Forest Hills Drive, which to this day, I still stand by that project. I think it's a very good album, and it's definitely his best, in my opinion. And I know that album is like also like meme status now, because like, oh, one platinum with no features. Blah, 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 blah. But it is a good album. Now, uh... This caused me to go back and listen to his other albums. Not any of his mixtapes, but I listened to uh, Cole World and Born Sinner. And then I was really excited to basically join like J. Cole fans as he announced For Your Eyes Only, which came after a long hiatus after Forest Hill Drive. And then For Your Eyes Only came out, and I stand by that project as well. I think that's also a very good album which I believe is a little bit more of a hot take. Um, and maybe that opinion is carried by nostalgia. 
but I really like that album too. Then KOD came along a couple years later after my tastes had become a little bit more nuanced. I'm not very big on that album. I don't think it's that good. Also, revisiting his earlier albums, I don't think those are very good either. But I really do genuinely like Forest Hills Drive and For Your Eyes Only. I am not like a J. Cole hater or denier or anything. I think he's got a ton of potential that he tends to let slide a little bit because he goes towards the corny side. That is my main J. Cole critique, which I know isn't like a hot take, but I think he's a little bit too corny for his own good sometimes. That being said, I came into this album thinking he's probably only going to have increased this like corniness, right? I do not think he did. I think he very much cut back on corniness. Not to say it's not there. A few bars here and there. The two I think of the most are on, um, I think, hung. no, no, on track 10, The Climb Back, he talks about PC culture, which is really dumb and like out of place when he talks about it. It sounds very old man gripey. And then on track one, 95 South, a bar that is getting a lot of attention for some <laughs> reason I don't understand is when he says, Put an M on your head. You're Luigi's brother now. That's a stupid, I just, dumb, corny bar. I, I knew that it would get attention, but I really didn't expect it to be like, this is a great bar. That is the one bar I've heard more than any other bar from this record, and I think it is a stupid bar. That all being said, I think that this is actually a very straightforward, to the point, not corny record. I think that this record has a lot of, like, legitimacy in its um in its themes and it's not like overtly political in a in a unnuanced and boring way like kod was um i think that this is just a lot about him being an established titan of the hip-hop community now you know like he's been in the game for over a decade now and he really does run it in his own way you know like like i said at the top of the episode he's top two in terms of public acclaim not my personal opinion but in in everybody else's opinion it would seem um and i think that that's you know evident on a lot of this record um on applying pressure and punching the clock and a hundred mil um and let go my hand to a certain extent but like a lot of these tracks are just like, I know I'm in charge, and this is my take on being in charge and how what I see around me. Um, and I can really appreciate that. It doesn't feel stupid. Like, this record doesn't feel stupid. So those are my opening remarks. All right. Um, I, um, I guess I have a confession to make. Um, I guess you could call me kind of a J. Cole hater, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, you stand by 2014 Forest Hills Drive. I don't know if I've told you this. I don't like that album really all that much. Just because it just feels like J. Cole preaching to the choir, except it's not very good. And also, I think his rapping can be really awkward sometimes. And I think he still kind of suffers from that. And then with For Your Eyes Only and KOD, it's such like a half-baked concept on both of those records. Um, and they all, and the 
the corny bars are just every, in every track. It, there's at least one. Um, so going into the off season, I was like, well, it's probably going to be really like lame, but I'm going to see bars of it all over Twitter. And they're going to be like, <laughs> people can't even comprehend this. They can't even get close. <laughs> Nobody can touch Jake Cole. Um, but I was actually pleasantly surprised. And I will go so far as to say, I think this is J. Cole's best album. Yeah. Overall, I think he's dropped the I'm going to drop truth bombs and be super woke and epic whole <laughs> shtick. <laughs> and I'm not the only one that thinks this. Plenty of people have been like, he's dropped that whole I'm going to blow your mind with these bars, bro. Like he just he's he's just finally just like rapping from a place that's personal. And when he talks about issues, he's talking about it from his perspective and he makes it clear that it's his perspective because he talks about his experiences rather than drugs are bad or something <laughs> yeah. like that oh man kod is rough no it's um i'm very glad that um and like i kind of have a complaint that the record has like not a huge focus on really any one topic yeah but i realized that i'd rather have that than the bad concepts that he tries to do on his previous two things yeah um so i'm glad he figured out that you can just rap about stuff on your mind and it is better than some grand thing you try to do with some socially aware kind of concept um but he brings a lot of uh, he brings like his pen game up a lot which he's not the strongest lyricist on the planet but he's definitely Bro, what do you mean? He's in goat talk. Bro, bro, he's, what are you talking about? He's what? definitely what? brought it in a little bit for this one. Um, he also talks about how much money he's made. And, Which um, is probably astronomical. Like, I, be I, I, believe, I believe when he says 100 mil. Like, he, yeah. But there's, he's like, this man could charge so much and sell out, like, huge venues. He's he, everything massive. he drops, his fans eat up. He dropped, like... I still am dumbfounded that he dropped an interlude as, like, the single for... And I know technically the climb back dropped, like, a while ago. But, like, the leading single for this tr album was interlude. And, like, it's so big. Like, it's an interlude. <laughs> like, Come instantly on. number one. And, um, and it's not a bad song or anything. But, like, it's an interlude. <laughs> it's, like... And it's not even an interlude, like, about really anything. No. Like, it, it's not, like, the album coming up to that point because the tracks don't really like flow into one another they're just kind of like there yeah um so interlude doesn't really make sense because it's not like breaking up anything it's just kind of like the same as the rest but um i think that the tracks here are some of them are quite strong i'd say mm -hmm. um so yeah i think it's his best record so now i guess we can get into discussion of the album um so, you brought up the Luigi bar. Um, <laughs> that kind of killed the whole intro for yeah, me. Yeah, I don't really like, like, yeah, I don't like the intro track. And, yeah, I think it's a little, like, boring. I, I do like J. Cole's confidence, although some of it might have been misplaced earlier in his career because he thought he could speak about any issue and he was the final word. But now he's just talking about his success, and it's true. Very successful. I will say about the intro track... Lil John, 
phenomenal on the that like the outro great is feature. phenomenal and yeah. yes i know we got to talk about features when it comes to j cole i think it's a good idea for him to bring features in as i you know like he did the no features thing and he proved it i think it's okay to use features again here's what i'll say pick better features because yeah. I think I think there are some very good features on this album. I think he works really well with Boz, Baz, Boz. I don't know. Also but on Dreamville, he uses him in like three different songs, and I think that's okay because I think they go well together. I think the Twenty One Savage feature, and I I think Twenty One Savage is an all right rapper. I think his feature on this album is terrible. I think it's really really bad, and. I am not a huge fan of the Lil Baby feature, which I know that is a hot take because everybody's been saying that this is one of his best performances is the feature that Lil Baby has on this album. I think it is pretty much the same as any other performance I've heard by Lil Baby. It's just kind of boring to me. I've heard a lot of Lil Baby stuff for some reason, even though I don't like him at all. Um, I will say that this is one of his best verses, but... Every time I hear a little baby verse, I'm like, I wish this was just Young Thug. I wish <laughs> Young Thug was rapping right now because little baby is just diet Young Thug, but like with less personality. Even though you could be like, well, little baby goes so hard in this track. I guess like in a vacuum, sure. But the context I have of little baby is he's a Young Thug protege and not a very good one at that. Um, so I don't understand why he's so successful when you could just listen to Young Thug. Yeah. And his music is usually better. Also, I don't really like the track that he's on anyway. Like, I don't like the the, the post-chorus on Pride is the Devil. Like, it does... Okay. My main issue with any of J. Cole's, like, performances on this album, because it's not the corny bars, like you would assume. It's I don't like when he sings. I don't like when he sings, and he does like the... he. I, I don't care about autotune at all, usually, but I don't like when J. Cole sings, and I don't like when he uses autotune. It feels very vanilla and like boring and milk toast it's like yeah it, it doesn't fit well with him i think j cole's strong suit and i don't know that you agree with this i you weigh in but i i think his strong suit especially on this album is just when he's spitting i think when he is rapping he is at his best yeah i guess like he does singing a lot on other projects and i think this has the best use of the singing I think it's definitely not anything stellar, but I think it's effective in what it's used. Um, but yeah, he's definitely at his best when he's rapping, even though I don't think he has the best rapping like flow or delivery or anything like that. I think that's when that's his his strength. Um, but I think the singing is used usually well. There are some bad instances, um, and the auto tune is okay usually, but um, on tracks like Amari, I don't think he's used at, at all very well. Yeah, especially with like the passionless performance that he gives on that track um, and he also says and I know that this will be a bar that people on Twitter talk about is he's like don't cough when you smoke with me I'm a nicotine company or something like that I don't know what that means like, does, <laughs> does, is he saying he like makes the cigarettes or that he smokes a lot because nicotine companies aren't smoking their own product they know it's bad what is he trying to say with that bar? He says, want smoke, don't choke, I'm a whole effing nicotine company. Is he talking I about, hate censoring myself. That feels so stupid. Is he talking about, like, smoke is in, like, beef? And he's yes. saying, like, he'll bring 
the smoke in that because he's the instance. guys who make the so cigarettes he, it's yeah you know. uh, um so the corny bars are still there but they're much rarer there's only a couple tracks in which they come up on and i'm glad that he's spaced them out more than he usually does yeah um i think that the production overall isn't anything like mind-blowing or like experimental or super like off the wall but i think it's usually solid there yeah. are a couple low points with the production i think a hundred mil is just a bad song i think it's boring i don't like the hook at all it's like lame and it's badly sung with auto-tune yeah and bass doesn't really do much on that song either it's just kind of lame overall and it really isn't saying anything it's like well i make a hundred mil but i'm still you know on the grind but this is obviously like a half-baked song so you obviously aren't grinding that hard yeah but you know and i think the closing track is pretty simple i don't think it's mixed very well we don't have to talk about mixing though i don't know why i brought that up um I guess just overall, the project doesn't really like speak to me on a personal level, but I understand Cole's perspective, which on a lot of earlier Cole albums, I really didn't get. I didn't understand why he was saying the things he was saying or like what place he was speaking from. Yeah. Like, yeah, drugs are bad, dude. We know you don't got to like pretend that you're delivering the gospel <laughs> with this one. Um, yeah. I, uh, I just want to say real quick, I don't like Amari at all. Um, because I think 21 Savage's feature on this album is probably the worst part of the album, in my opinion. Oh, 21 Savage on my life. Or, it, oh shoot, did I just mess that up? Yes. That's what I meant. I said the wrong track title. No. My life. I think that that's probably my least favorite because it, like, I think that, I think a lot uh, from 21 Savage's album that came out a couple years ago um, that has J. Cole on it. I think that's a good song. It's a little overplayed at this point. Um, well, not at this point. It's been overplayed. But, yeah. like, I think that's a good song. I thought that was a good song when it came out. I thought they had good chemistry together. It feels like they are just trying to duplicate that as closely as possible in terms of how, like, the beat is for this song as well with, like, the, the gospel, like, choir in the background. It Like, I really don't like this track because it just feels very, like, hey, that thing that we did that went huge run it back do it again and yeah. but do it worse um, I, thought, I thought my life was okay I, I liked the feature by 21 but I'm not a huge 21 fan but you know I, I think it was solid I think it was better than the little baby feature because I think it worked a little better with the style just like his cold dead delivery that he usually does I thought it worked okay so we can disagree there I guess um, Let Go My Hand, I think, was a very strong track yes, on this record. Yes, that's a strong track, for um, sure. It's a, it's a very personal track for Cole. And in the past, he's had some pretty bad, one would say cringe, personal moments on, <laughs> like, I like the song Wet Dreams, but a, a rap song about it, having a boner in math class just feels kind of like a little... It's goofy. Like, yeah, it's, embarrassing it's, to me. It's, I don't it's know. Kitschy. And folding clothes on for your eyes only, where he talks oh, about, hey, I'm just a regular guy, you know, I do laundry just like everybody else. Uh, what's, like, the, what's the, um, 
uh, I'm eating Raisin Bran with almond milk. Can't believe I'm drinking almond milk. Rhymes <laughs> almond milk with almond milk. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but I'm glad on this one he can talk from a vulnerable place and it isn't making me want to turn the song off. It's like he's talking about his son and I'm like, yep. well, this is compelling. He's talking about like a real thing that he's dealing with, not like, you know, one time I got horny at school. He's talking about a real thing that is like a compelling song topic. Yep. And he relates, as he does on a lot of this album, he talks about him growing up and how it's gotten him to where he's at now and then relates that to his son growing up and where that will lead him. So mature concept we got going on. Actual songwriting, not like quotable.com lyrics, almond milk. Um the climb back, I didn't actually listen to that track when it came out. I had no idea that track had come out. <laughs> I'm a fake J. Cole fan. I think in the context of the album it's not super strong, but if you put it in the context of when it came out during all the police brutality protests and all that, I think it works very well as a as a track. Um it just kind of is like thrown into the album, like a lot of the tracks are. There's not really like a a flow a thought put into like how the album flows um and then i thought close was a very good track i think close is a great track i really like I that like the one concept of like things being close yep. like his family and like friends and like a, a lot of things a lot of things are close to him when you're famous um and then i think the closing track is kind of lame just because it feels like a, a b-side or like an afterthought um and then you know like bass is all over the album and i really think his only like good showing is on um let go my hand i think the rest are just kind of like lame and wasn't he he was on under the sun right and he like raps is that him no i don't i don't know it's been a long time i thought he like just did like cool raps i didn't know he like did singing no he does I'm, a lot of singing i'm glad he does i'm glad he can be versatile if i if i'm correct in my assumption about under the sun um what if i look it up and you're wrong and then um on applying pressure he drops a hideo kojima bar true and i gotta give him props for that one um but overall um i'm glad that he's like taking this direction in his career i think he still has yet to make his best album Bass is not on Under the Sun, you're wrong. Okay, I'm wrong, but I'm glad he can sing. Um, I think that going forward, um, J. Cole could actually become GOAT conversation, because right now he really shouldn't be. No, because of not his, at all. Which his, we can talk about this now. Yeah, I guess I it's feel like we've gotten to our, talk about the gotten, context. We've talked about the album to the extent like, we need to. I think to. this album is solid. Um, I think it's his best album, but if your best album is just like, yeah, it's good, you you really aren't in any kind of goat conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, we disagree about the quality of 2014 Forest Hills Drive, right? Um, and for your eyes only. Yes, I like both of those albums a lot. I think that they're mid, um, sometimes very cringe. Um, so, how would you? How, so you would say he's not in the goat conversation? Not even, even think not even two close. Very no, because like even there are there are rappers with really good albums, better than probably anything in his category that I still wouldn't even put in the goat conversation because, I mean like you have to have like a certain level of influence along with, 
you know, prolific material. And, like, I just... This is part of the problem I have with Middle Child, right? Not only is that song bad, I don't agree with the messaging on that song. He's talking about being the link between, like, the older and the younger generations. I don't agree with that. I don't think J. Cole has a ton of influence on, like... Like, there are rappers you can tell have influence on, on people. You can hear it in their in their sound. I don't... I can't think of anybody who sounds or seems like they've gotten inspiration from J. Cole. They just, like... You can respect him as an MC, but, like, he's not, like, goat conversation, like, at all. He's just, he's on his own, and he has too many misses to be goat conversation, I think. Yeah, like, I've seen so many, like, posts that are, like, like Kanye's the heart of hip-hop, Kendrick is the soul, and J. Cole is the mind, and I'm like... What? Well, J. Cole definitely is not the smartest out of those three rappers. No. And he doesn't, like, he he could be a genius outside of this. But from what he's written, from what he's put on paper and released, um, I don't see him as this introspective kind of guy. Like, he doesn't, like, from what I've seen, he doesn't really, like, especially with, like, his no-name beef. That really, like, revealed to me that he doesn't really, like, understand like context and i don't think i even really know what went on there i kind of like not paid attention to j cole for a while from what i remember and i haven't really thought about this a lot um it was no name was like i it was during the police brutality stuff he was like she was like capitalism is bad which true cops are bad true um just like very like you know like average takes for someone of her like profile and like they were all agreeable and she wasn't like being weird about it but j cole apparently had a problem with her queen tone i don't know what that means (laughs) um i guess i don't really think j cole should be um critiquing anybody's delivery of anything considering some of the things he's done almond Um, milk the almond milk uh no role models that whole song the almond milk incident um and i just i don't think j cole is the mind of hip-hop i, I will have to no, disagree with that take no. like like i'm gonna sound so stupid and like cliche but like when you talk about like goat material you like nobody of like j cole's stature he's just like mainstream popular like goat material is like killer mike or like andre 3000 or you know like people of that ilk it's not gonna be j cole or like and like you can't call it at this point like goat conversation is obviously going to be an eternal eternal debate there's never going to be a goat um but there are definitely candidates that are more likely to be than j cole a, a ton more even he like, doesn't even crack top ten. No, he doesn't have the influence that, like, at least a hundred other rappers do. He doesn't have the pen game that at least a hundred other do. He doesn't have like the the like insight into things. He's not even that clever with a lot of his bars. His rhyme schemes can be compelling. He can spit a pretty solid verse here and there, but I think that he is nowhere near the goat conversation and obviously many people disagree with me and i think those people are all 
mumble rap is bad, J. Cole is really good because he doesn't mumble rap. And that's that's where they're like, well, yeah, he's the GOAT. Which, like, wow, you're so old. Like, uh, Yeah, I think that the, I think it's, you know, allow me to psychologically assess an entire group of people. But I feel like people who think J. Cole is, like, GOAT material are like, well, this is the one, like, rapper who was is still making like hits who's still making bangers that have like substance to them and to that i say go listen to some other rappers then because there's a hundred other rappers who do that who aren't as mainstream popular as him but are doing what he is what he's they are doing what he's doing that you like and they're doing it better like um, while I was listening to the off season, I thought I kept thinking about that big crit album, "Forever Is a Mighty Long Time," which is similar in style and I think delivery to this one, but it is leagues better, like mm-hmm. so much better than this one, just because of like, like Big Crit's personality, his whole entire discography. Like Big Crit is definitely closer to goat conversation, even though he has plenty of duds in his career, um and. I guess we're going to talk about it. Someone like Kendrick Lamar. There it is. Uh, it was coming. Like, I know that's the... Well, Kendrick is the GOAT. But, like, I can't disagree with that because of his flow, his skill, his influence, his styling, and just how... His ability to, like, follow through on a concept, and, like, yeah, correctly. Like how, how almost flawless most of his discography is. Like, he doesn't miss i can't think of a single like i haven't listened to overly dedicated because it's like an early mixtape but like from section 80 to untitled unmastered and even damn i think damn is a very good rap album all of those are better than j cole entire discography i think so yes even though it's kind of a cold take that kendrick is better than j cole um it's true. It's kind of. It's a true fact. Stop asking for the J. Cole Kendrick Lamar like yeah, collab that would be really album. Bad. It's not gonna ever happen, and it shouldn't ever happen. It's like Kendrick would literally run circles around Cole. On it would every be track. like it would be like the song that I already forgot the title of. That Kendrick Lamar is the feature. It's the Big Sean song, and that started their entire beef because Kendrick Lamar destroyed Big Sean on his own track. And then Big Sean was like, eh. but like, it's because you have Kendrick Lamar on your track. And when Kendrick Lamar's on your track, you're just going to sign that one off. Think about Under the Sun. Yes, that is a good track. But Kendrick Lamar is way better than anything J. Cole does on that track. Although I will say DaBaby is the best part of that track. And I like, part. that's just not even a contest. That was all way more than anybody needed to hear. But So just this whole J. Cole question. <laughs> The JCQ, if you will, <laughs> if if you'll humor me, I think it's very clear to anyone who has even a breadth of knowledge of hip hop and like the scene in hip hop. Um, even now, like if you took the past like five, ten years, and you had to consider every rapper like don't even think about the 80s the 90s early 2000s the most influential era of rap just think about the past like 10 years when rap has entered the mainstream j cole still isn't close to any goat status go listen to joey badass go listen to denzel curry go listen to 
clipping. Danny like, Brown. Danny Brown. Like, Freddie Gibbs. There are so many MCs that are on a higher plane, a higher tier than J. Cole. And yet, he does the biggest numbers, and he's always like always up there with the goat conversation while a, a bunch of other rappers are just kind of like pushed to the side yeah. because they don't have the numbers or their music is too inaccessible and i guess that's kind of how the mainstream works like the the hugest artists are usually that's not always the case as i've been as i've been discovering billy eilish actually pretty good um but usually the biggest bands and the biggest artists are usually just kind of like middle of the road, if not Because they have to bad. be accessible. Yep. Yeah, because they just have to meet that quota of, well, we got to get all these streams and we got to get all this, all this and that. It just... But we can, well, let's, let's, let's circle back to this album because we're, we're kind of, we're kind of smashing on J. Cole right now. But that being said, the off season, not a bad album. And I, even though people that we've, had conversations with who think we're gonna hate this album aren't listening to this episode we do not hate this album i don't i am i like this album. i am and still have wait i have been and still am a j cole fan and i think that he did a good job i think he did a good job yeah no and i said at the beginning this i think this is his best album i still stand by that um it's i think it's easy to make your best album when the rest of your albums are kind of bad but I don't know that I agree. I know, but can, that's okay. We can disagree on this one. That's okay. Um, so I'm, do do we want to do we want to do closing statements? Do you have anything else you need to add? A uh, quick little thought. Punch in the clock should have been longer, Jermaine. <laughs> Jermaine. It was a very strong track, but he made it like a minute long, and therefore it's not very good. That's I I can agree with that. Well, I mean, I still think it's good. I just like it. It, it leaves some. I, just, I can't. That's the one with that's the one with it. Damian Lillard on it. Right? Yeah, funny. He does Game the, little, the little funny talking part at the beginning. Yeah. I just, I, it could have been so much more, and you just kind of cut it short, so it's very disappointing to me. Um, okay, closing thoughts. Since you gave opening thoughts first, I'll go first on closing thoughts. You know how we do. Um, I can't say, yeah, that we just kind of like free <laughs> improv the whole podcast every time, but, you know. Actually, I wrote notes for this one. That's true. I've never thought, seen him write this many notes. I thought my words would be very important with this J. Cole discussion. Um, so I think overall, this is his best album, um, just as a cohesive project. Um, it's definitely not flawless. There are definitely like bad, definitely bad parts, like littered throughout that wouldn't make it a very flawless listening experience. Um, but I think that. It has some of his strongest material and his most focused material that isn't trying to preach some message to you. He's just, he becomes a lot more relatable on this whole thing. Um, I think my favorite tracks, I'll list a few. Um, I think My Life is good, even though you don't like that track. I think Applying Pressure is very good. Let Go My Hand is very good. The Climb Back and Close are also good. Um, my least favorite, as I said, is 100 mil, just because that is the most phoned-in track, in my opinion. So, overall, I think I'm going to have to do this one. Uh, B. Nice. Take that, people who thought we were going to hate on Boom. this album. Boom. Owned. <laughs> Subverted. <laughs> um, okay, so, f favorite tracks for me. Um, I think my favorite 
uh, indisputably is um, Close. I think that's a very, very good track. I really like applying pressure as well, though. Um, I like punching the clock, and I like let go my hand, but Close is definitely my favorite. And uh, two weeks in a row, I'm going to list a least favorite track because I have one. Um, my Life. I don't like that track. I think it's bad. Okay. Um, I'm sitting at a C-plus for this one. I, I didn't dislike it. Uh, it's not my favorite J. Cole album, but I like what he's doing with it. But, yeah, I'm sitting at a C-plus. I, I think I'll listen to the next J. Cole thing, whatever he puts which, out. Which, like, there's speculation that it's going to be, like, his last album. Which, yeah. like, I, I don't know. Anytime an artist is like, this is my last album, I don't really believe them. It would it would kind of suck if this was the best album he released, at least in my eyes. Because I'd be like, wow, that was kind of a very middling career. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Jermaine. Um, all right. So next week, uh, if you'll recall, uh, which I doubt anybody will but yeah. a couple weeks ago we talked about uh, real estate with my brother and i issued uh, a an ultimatum anybody who listened to an earlier real estate album uh, days specifically and proved to me uh, by dming uh, at one a week cast on instagram, instagram. that they listened to it uh, i'd give them a prize uh, that offer is now closed because the episode is passed uh, but we had two people prove to me that they listen to it. Uh, one of them, uh, our friend Tristan, who uh, I don't know if we can say his name. We might have violated something. That's there. fine. Um, he requested that we listen to uh, The Reluctant Graveyard by Jeremy Messersmith. Uh, I've never heard of that. Um, and sadly, I do not believe Tristan will be able to join us on the episode, for he does not live by us any longer. He's kind of far away. Um but uh, we will be listening to it nonetheless and discussing it. Um, so, yeah, that's what we have to look forward to. All right. Well, thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.